This is your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask with your host, Dr. Judith Bryles, on the Rockstar Radio Network. On the show today, you'll find out where book publishing is going and how to take advantage of it. How to identify and avoid publishing predators. What opportunities are emerging as the book trade evolves in new forms. How to avoid losing money and much, much more. Join us now as a variety of publishing pros will deliver insights and strategies to take the author to the next, next level of publishing. It's your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask. Brought to you by Author You and The Book Shepherd on the Rockstar Radio Network. And now, here's your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. Well, it's an amazing, amazing September. As fall is creeping in, we can feel it coming. And uh, the day we're doing this show live, and it uh, then you can uh, certainly download it, which a lot of our listeners do, is podcast. But today, September 6th, happens to be National Fight Procrastination Day. So in, for an author and a writer... This has got to be an important day. So what have you been putting off? What are you stuck on? What are you trying to put all together that you can finally, finally get it going? Well, I, I have a great guest that we're going to be working with here because no one, I, I can't think of anyone who is more prolific in working social media, in staying connected in the blog world. Um, if you get a chance, you definitely want to go back in our archives and listen to the show we did several months ago with Joel Friedlander, who is the bookman. He's an amazing book designer. He's got a blog himself that he grew from, you know, like he and his mother listening to gazillions of them, 40,000 plus. And it's very been interesting. I've been following it this past week where he put up a blog about should you have book reviews paid for and weighing in the pros and cons. And I, I, he'll tell us whether it's been one of his most active uh, blogs with comments on it. And I know I jumped in and weighed in at one point early in the game. But and, and, and I think maybe we'll get into that a little bit. But what we want to talk about today is this magic word called repurposing. And repurposing is what are you going to do with something old? How do you make it new? You don't want it blue. You want it spunky and sparky and snappy and sassy and salty and all those other wonderful things. Joel Friedlander is also the author of A Self-Publisher's Companion, the expert advice for authors who want to publish, and he has a fabulous, highly recommended for all our listeners on your guide to book publishing, The Self-Publishing Roadmap. So, Joel, welcome back. Well, so I have to ask you, um, the the blog you wrote on reviews, is that one of your most uh, most commented ones you've had, or do you have more out there? You know, I think it set a record for the number of comments in one day. <laughs> uh, I, I've got some pretty popular. As a matter of fact, I did a blog post recently going over some of the uh, articles that had the most comments, and some of those had a lot more comments, but it took like two years because the conversation was ongoing. But that one just exploded in one day because it was tied to, uh, you know, a news article, and that's usually a pretty good formula for getting people to pay attention to what you're writing. Well, it, it, the buzz started. 
Um, and and so have you have you changed your mind? Which was for our listeners. Joel said he didn't think it was a good idea. Was that safe to say, Joel? Yes, and yeah. uh, you know, well, Judith, uh, you and I have been doing this for a long time, and um, I've always recommended to authors that they not pay for reviews, partly because there are so many free reviews you can get if you just put out a little effort. It isn't that hard. And because there's so many free review sources, it never seemed like a really good investment to me, uh, you know, in terms of how are you going to get that money back that you might pay uh, a couple hundred bucks or $400 or whatever the going price is to get a review. And, and authors often think, well, that's going to sell books. But we know that reviews themselves don't sell books. You know, they're really important and they can be critical for your success, but you're not going to sell books from the review. Now, having said that, Judith, I think it really is a new world, and I did change my position uh, because uh, there are a lot more people out there trying to help indie authors get some visibility, and that is really the biggest problem for most indie authors. So, you know, there Mm -hmm. may be cases where it really does pay, uh, but you have to be really, really careful when you're spending money that way on promoting a book. Uh, mm-hmm. you, you agree with that, Judith? Yeah, I do. I, I, the, what I logged in on, because I was aware of one of the reviewers, they do cost, I mean, they do charge a few hundred dollars, and they actually send them out to a, a stable of reviewers that they pay themselves to do it and there is and there's absolutely no guarantee here i mean a lot of people think if i pay for a review i mean i'm going to get a hot to tot you know uh, great review and with the the blue ink review that i mentioned in my comment there is no guarantee in fact i've seen their their reviewers come back in trash books but what i do know that um, here in colorado which is my home base, the Douglas County system, which is quite large, their libraries pay very close attention to the reviews that come out of Blue Ink Reviews, and they will put in major orders for books um, based on positive reviews. And I know that they're getting the attention of some of the New York houses now that are out, you know, scurrying, looking for talent to bring in. So um, I, I think, it, again, like in anything, you've got to cherry pick. And Absolutely. know who are the good guys and who maybe are the not so good guys out there. And and I actually also, Joel, one of those people who have sold books on reviews, not in the mainstream views, but a, a niche review, which would have been with an association magazine and the oh, like. Yeah. And, and and not only have well, I picked up totally lots yeah, of sales. That's totally different. Yeah. Yeah. And, and and I also heard from people like Henry Baum, who runs the self-publishing review site, which is a terrific uh, resource for indie authors. And, and they've started charging for their reviews simply because of their economic model. They need to stay in business. And, you know, uh, again, it's another straight-up review. They're not going to give you a good review because you paid for it but that you are going to help them offset their expenses. And I thought that was a pretty legitimate point that Henry made, and several other people came in with similar viewpoints. So I think it's a new world. You know, we have to all kind of like, uh, you know, not stick to our old beliefs and see what's right now. I totally agree with you also. Like if you can get reviewed in a niche publication, that's different. That's like gold because you know that's the, your sweet spot. That's where you're going to find the readers that you're really looking for. 
Ah, and you know what? That's such a great term, the sweet spot. Find in, in, in anything with marketing or book launching, and I know my next book is on book launches, is to find the bloody sweet spot. That, yep. and, and, and also get that there really does make a difference having a, a niche market and really just drilling down both both vertically and then going horizontally across it once you get into that, that, that slot. So anyway, let's jump into this wild thing called repurposing and things you can do. We have a few minutes before we're going to have to take a break, but the whole repurpose area – just walk us through things that you're thinking about here, Joel. Well, this has come, you know, directly because I talk to a lot of authors like every day. And uh, one of the things, you know, that really bothers me is when you get an author and the author has really poured their heart and soul into a book and they've been working on it maybe for a couple of years or more. And, uh, you know, they do all the work and they pay the money and they get a good book out of it. And the books, let's face it, they're not easy to sell and they're not fast, particularly specialized books. It can take a while to get traction. In the meantime, the author has poured everything into this book and they get kind of deflated, you know, like that. that's it. They, mm-hmm. they, like they don't know that there's anything else you can do because they finished the book and now they feel like their fate is not in their hands anymore, like they've mm-hmm. lost control of what's now going to happen. And I hate to see that happen because it's completely unnecessary. Because all of that work that people put in and all the expertise you gained to write that book, and in fact you probably became something of an authority simply by writing the book, you know, can be used in many, many other ways. And the book, you know, which is crucial to what you're doing, doesn't have to be the only thing you're doing. You know, so um, I'd like to talk, you know, as we uh, go through this, about ways that you can take that kernel of what, what you created and start to create much more of a business from the book itself. Because the book may not end up being your principal income source, but it could be critical for you uh, to activating all those other things you can do with the exact same content. Well, and and that's that. I think you lovely phrase the kernel, <laughs> finding the the, <laughs> the the kernel in here that you can just fertilize a tad and grow it. So we go. Okay, so let's let's start with the first kernel. We go about two minutes before we go to break, okay. and that what would be some of the the nuggets, the kernels that you would be looking for? Let's say that. Um, I, I mean, do you want to start with a blog? Do you want to start with a book? Or yeah, would you like you to start really with this? I want to start with a blog, and particularly if you're a nonfiction author. Oh my God, there is nothing better that you can do for your book and for anything you hope to achieve with your book than starting a blog. A blog is going to put you in direct contact with your readers and your audience. Now, that in itself is unbelievable. It's a fantastic thing. We don't have to be you know, way removed from the people who are using our content or um, uh, reading our books, we can now get into conversations with them. And that's Mm -hmm. one of the most valuable things about a blog. Now, the blog kind of helps you complete the circle, you know, close the loop, you know, because you're an author, you've got the book, but now you can start talking about the subject of your book and attracting people and building a community online of people who are interested in what you're writing about. 
Now, that is going to make a lot of other things possible, um, and that's exactly what I wanted to step through, because once you, you start talking to the readers, uh, you're going to be so far ahead of other people in your niche or other authors writing on your same subject, it's not even funny. And those, the readers themselves are going to help you uh, repurpose the content that's in your book into ways that will help you actually build a sustainable business. All right, so we're going to come back because sustainable is one of the words I love to use in my new books that's coming out and how you create a sustainable book, which means it lasts, but also it develops all these offsprings that Joel's talking about. I'm Judith Bryles. My guest is Joel Friedlander. We're going to be right back with your guide to book publishing. This is your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask. With your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. And we'll be right back with more great information right after these on the Rockstar Radio Network. Is there a book in you or another author you will show you how to create, develop, and publish your book without being hoodwinked? If you already have a book out, you'll find a supportive and brainstorming community that's connected and creative no matter where you live. Author U brings in national experts for its book camps and annual author extravaganza held each May. It has regular meetings and delivers webinars for its members on timely topics. Through Author U's extensive network, members enjoy exclusive benefits, including significant discounts for a variety of services necessary to publish. The Resource, its online book publishing news magazine, is content-heavy and it's free. If you want to create a book that has pizzazz, punch, and panache, Author U is for you. If you're a hobbyist or a casual author, it's not. Join Author U today through its website at authoru.org. Follow Author U on Twitter at Author U and on Facebook at Author U, where timely author and publishing tips and articles are posted daily. Author U, where the author goes to become seriously successful. Change the way you publish online. WaveCloud is a new form for authors to manage all their books' information in one place from start to finish, including pricing and listing summary. To learn more or sign up for email updates, visit wavecloud.com. Every picture tells a story. And it's a truism that people do judge a book by its cover. Nick Selinger and NZ Graphics have been in the business of producing superior graphic cover design and interior layout for self-published authors, independent and traditional publishers for years. He has developed a reputation for excellent work, fast turnarounds, and best of all, affordable pricing. NZ Graphics also produces ebooks and book marketing materials such as posters, sell sheets, postcards, bookmarks, business cards, logos, and more. Books designed for his clients have won multiple book awards, including Best Book Award by U.S. Book News, multiple Evie Awards from the Colorado Independent Publishers Association, Indie Book Awards, the San Francisco Book Festival Award, and Freedom Medal Award from Valley Forge. Visit www.nzgraphics.com or call 303 303- 
985-4174 for more details about making your book the success it should be. Mention that you are an FOJ, friend of Judith's, and that you heard about NZ Graphics on your guide to book publishing. Welcome back to your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask on the Rockstar Radio Network. If you want to write and publish a book, if you want to be successful as an author, your guide to book publishing, everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask, is for you. Stay tuned and you'll hear about statistics, scenarios, and strategies on what to do now to get you published. So let's get back to the show. And here again is your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. So Joel was uh, teasing us with kernels, and uh, these are going to be the nuggets as we lay out putting together this whole plan of repurposing. And remember, repurposing, sometimes you have a new book that maybe just didn't stick. Um, it, It didn't have the Velcro effect when it got thrown up there. It just slid right down like Teflon. Or maybe you have a book that's been hanging around for a while and it just hasn't done anything and you want to revitalize it. Or maybe you have a book that really has rocked and rolled and really done well. What else can you do with it? All of those have variations of the theme of repurposing. Would you agree, Joel? Absolutely. Absolutely. Right. And, and really, you have to learn to look at, you know, you finish the book. Now turn around and look at the book in a completely different way than you did before, because when you were putting it together, you had to make everything make sense and flow together and be complete and all that stuff. But now we're going to look at it from the point of how can we tear it apart into pieces that actually make sense. For instance, a lot of nonfiction books, uh, if you think about it, could actually um, become lessons. Now, the way I wanted to get to this was through the blog conversation, because that's really what blogs are about. They're about establishing a conversation. And, you know, if you're a writer, I'm going to tell you right now, you've got a ton of content that you never used, all that research you did for the book or talks you gave or articles you wrote five or ten years ago on your subject that are stuck on your hard drive or in a drawer. All of that content is going to come into play. But, you know, Look at it this way. Suppose you publish the book, you have your blog, you get into a conversation with the readers, you find out that people are really stuck in a certain part of the process. They just aren't being able to use your material as well as you would like, and they can't get over the hump because there's one part of the process that might be very difficult. Now, you might be able to take a piece of your book, maybe one section or one chapter, and turn that into an instructional um Uh, an instructional opportunity. You could make it into a workbook. You could explode that chapter into a full-fledged workbook showing people step-by-step how to get over that particularly hard part of the process. Now, if you think about it, you now have another product. You didn't actually have to write another book, you know, and spend another two to five years doing it. You now have just created another product And you know from your conversation that this is exactly something that's going to help the readers of your book. Okay, so now we've got a book and a workbook. Um, You know, and we found that out by talking to readers. And, you know, you talk about the books that stick and the books that don't stick. You know, there's no magic 
uh, Judith, like actually getting feedback from the people who use your stuff. Because, you know, that is the best thing. Okay, so already we've got another product and, of course, a book you might be charging $15 for, but a workbook will usually command a much higher price. Like you might be able to get $29.95 for a workbook in a large format that you can write in and go through the process and have it explained step by step. So not only have you created another product, you've also increased your profit margin dramatically. So now we've got two products, and we keep going from there. For instance, um, there was a guy who wrote a book about doing search engine optimization, and the book was very popular, and it was you know, um, quite it, – it wasn't cheap. He was doing well with the book, but what he found by talking to his readers were – was that people really wanted to interact with other people doing the same thing. So he took his book and turned it into a membership site. Now think about that, Judith. This, mm-hmm. is, this is the new publishing world. He took a book and turned it into a membership site. He doesn't even sell the book anymore. The book was just a way to get that community going. People are now paying him, instead of paying him $35 for a technical book, they're now paying him $20 a month, every month, to be members of his site and get the benefits of that. Because now, instead of just reading a book, they're talking to other people, they're asking questions, they're telling their own stories about their successes and failures. It's like a whole community. Mm-hmm. And, and you know, I think is a big win. It's a huge. Uh, Suzanne Hitz, who is one of the author you members, has uh, she's a like a, a an animal whisperer. And her whole thing is she, her annual behavioral is her website. And they have converted their little book into a membership site where they have hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of members paying that fabulous little monthly fee. And yeah, and it can be very affordable uh, for the person who really needs that information or engagement. And yet for the person, the author, it's a tremendous profit. Uh, margin because you're not having to sit there and slave away for two or three years at another book and then hope it sticks like Velcro and maybe it won't. And you Mm -hmm. could look at three years just going down the tubes. Well, Mm -hmm. I don't want to see that happen. Now, suppose you, um, you know, keep going, like maybe you made a workbook. Now you turn around and look at your book and say, you know, there's a lot of information in this book that might, that people could get if I could give it to them a different way. Not everybody likes reading a big, heavy, technical book or, you know, uh, something that walks you through steps. So maybe what they'd rather have is you reading the book and explaining how to do this stuff. And you could, you know, this is very easy to do these days, Judith. You know, you could tape yourself, and all of a sudden you've got a whole set of audio tips Now, you can either do this live, like run a teleseminar online and get people uh, on there to ask questions and interact with you, or you could just do it yourself. Now you've got the book, you've got the workbook, maybe you have a complete set of instructional tapes. That's another product that commands a much higher price than the $14.95 printed book. You know, a set of uh, instructional tapes on the same subject uh, could be worth... 50 or $100. So we've doubled, and now we've doubled again. And we don't have to stop there. It just mm-hmm. keeps going. 
And, and the other thing is that now that you've, you, I think we're, are we into three products? How many products do we have? We have we're membership three, site, yeah. we have video. Okay, so we have a book, of course. We haven't we have got a book. the video yet. Yeah, okay. So, so re, let's recap what we have. Your number one was what? Was a nonfiction book. Was your book. Okay, number two. You started a blog, you talked to readers, you broke out a piece of the book into a workbook to help them over a particularly thorny part of the process. Okay, so blog then creates the... Okay, and then number three? Then you then you turned around and made audios of your book. You've now got audio instruction. Okay, so we have our audio. And some oh, people wait a minute. Know, don't read. They'll pop a tape in their car or their mm-hmm. MP3 player or their yeah. uh, iPad. Mm-hmm. And that's and they, what they want. And, and people who like that will pay a lot more than people who are buying a book because a book is seen as a very pedestrian object that shouldn't cost much. Mm-hmm. That's just our, our prejudice. It, it is a prejudice. And I, and I think I'm one of those ones that if you put an audio front front of me, it is almost a waste because I am out. My mind is off wandering and I'm in la-la land. See, um, I'm the exact opposite. I love audio. Because yeah. I can multitask and listen to audio at the same time. I can do it in the car. I go to the gym. I've got to spend mm-hmm. an hour at the gym. It's boring. I put the audio on, and it's fantastic. I'm learning stuff, and I almost don't even notice that I'm on the elliptical trainer that whole time. Right, and I think that's probably one of the single best spots on the exercise um, arena uh, to, to certainly look at that way. So we have a book. We've got a blog. We've got a workbook. We've got an audio. We've got a membership site. <laughs> we could keep going. What about, you know, and this, I'm telling you this from my personal oh. experience, this actually happened to me. What about if you uh, figure out that people like, here, here's, a, here's a real, a real uh, this is going to shock you, Judith, people love watching video. Yeah, it's not too shocking. We were <laughs> raised on TV. We, you know, that, we know how to relate to people on TV. We like watching that stuff. Exactly. And video, of course, since the advent of wide-scale broadband, is mm-hmm. everywhere. So suppose you could take, and I did this with an iPhone, by the way. You could take your uh, iPhone or a camcorder or something and make a little uh, video about the process described in your book. Now, if you keep expanding that, you could see that you could end up with a full-scale training program. Okay, so now you've got a training program that you can sell that's video-based because, let's face it, some people like to read, some people like to listen, some people like to watch. Why shouldn't we have products that address all of those learning styles? Uh, of course. It's, 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 I've always said this, and we have about a minute to go here before we take our uh, bottom-of-the-hour break, but that... It's like going to the restaurant, and you all don't order the same thing. It could be spaghetti for one. It could be chicken for the other. It could be a steak for another. It fill in the blank for the other. The reality is that you reach out and you deliver something that something for everybody. Basically, that is what you're up to. And I know, you know, as you're talking, one of my ahas that came across, because I just shot a whole bunch of videos, um, and they range from three minutes to, I think the longest is like 35 minutes. And ironically, the 35-minute video is, I will tell you when we come back. How's that? (laughs) All right, this is Judith Riles. My guest is the fabulous Joel Friedlander. We'll be back after the break with and Henry Tavetz. Henry Hayea at Tavetz is going to give us an inside tip 
on what's going on in printing for a few minutes, and then this we come back. This is your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask with your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. And we'll be right back with more great information right after these on the Rockstar Radio Network. Since 1987, Color House Graphics has set the standard for quality book production. Whether you decide to print a small quantity of books or need a large print run, depend on Color House to help you. You'll receive professional help and advice the moment you reach one of our representatives. If you mention hearing about us on your guide to book publishing with Judith Bryles, we will provide you with discount on the first order you place. To speak with a project manager, call us toll-free at 800-454-1916 or visit us at www.colorhousegraphics.com. Do you need postcards that make a statement? How about business cards, flyers, brochures, or NCR forms? TuVets is the solution for all your printing needs. Providing services specially designed for authors, we deliver exceptional quality colored printing. Most important of all, we specialize in reducing your printing costs. No more waiting. No more standing in lines at your local printer. Online proofing. With our pricing tools calculator, you can get instant quotes on all your printing products, as well as shipping rates all over the United States. Just a few clicks of the mouse and you're on the way to discovering how easy and convenient online color printing should be. Contact our friendly, human, account representatives. We recognize that you want answers, not voice prompts. Visit our website at www.tu-vets.com or call one 800 894-8977. When Ned Thompson and Harry Shore started Thompson Shore in 1972, they believed employees with great character would make up the best company. They were right. They hired people who were not only experts in bookmaking, but who were obsessed with quality and delivering exceptional customer service. Almost 40 years later, Thompson Shore remains a 100% employee-owned company. Ned and Harry knew that successful customer projects are a direct result of empowered employees. We specialize in all books for large and small publishers. Creating beautiful and well-made books, we're dedicated to pleasing our customers by making the experience a good one from start to finish. The personal touch we have with our customers allows us to be innovative in solving their most difficult challenges. Our platform also ensures that we can remain flexible to meet our customers' unique needs and expectations. Our marketing kit can create buzz for your title, enhancing the promotion of your book during infancy. When you need to test the market to gauge your future sales, we can provide digitally printed books that will transition seamlessly into a larger offset run. From ebook to hard copy to delivery, our skillful customer service teams are at the ready to answer your most pressing questions. At Thompson Shore, we know that making the highest quality books requires more than just best technologies. It requires superior customer service, professionalism to the trade, and commitment to environmental and social values. With these standards of excellence in place, you can be sure that we will always help you put your best book forward. Welcome back to your guide to book publishing. 
Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask on the Rockstar Radio Network. Coming up, you'll hear more about statistics, scenarios, and strategies on what to do now to get you published. So let's get back to the show. And here again is your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. Well, just two days ago, I had a call from one of the Author You members who was looking for the guy who did those neat QR codes on the postage stamp band that I kept wearing like a bracelet on my wrist. And I said, oh, well, that's just two vets. Just call them, tell them you're an Author You member, and get the QR deal. And basically, for our listeners, Henry has a great band. You can put a 1,000 of QR codes like a postage stamp. And they're, you know, they're less than a hundred bucks, and it's the best deal that you can get out there. Henry, what else is new? Uh, well, Judith, uh, you know, it's back to school and back to work now for everybody. And one way that uh, you know we're trying to help our customers along is this fall we're offering a fall special on full color flyers uh, through October 31st, and it's going to be you buy. For instance, a thousand flyers, you pay for five hundred. You buy twenty five hundred flyers, you pay for a thousand. You buy five thousand flyers, you pay for twenty five hundred. This is a non website special. You have to contact me directly, either call me on my eight hundred number or uh, email me Henry at two vets dot com. We also right. have monthly specials on our website uh, that uh, you Click on to our website, uh, twovets.com, and uh, check the monthly specials. They do change every month, but we have business cards sometimes at 50, 60, 70% off, uh, flyers at 50% off. It just depends month to month. And, mm-hmm. um, and the last thing is really important, I think, are the QR codes. I mean, I'm listening to your guests there today, and one of the ways to make uh, all your printed pieces interactive are with these QR codes because you can link to YouTube. Uh, let's say you have an elevator pitch. You know, uh, the speakers would know what that is. You get out there, and, and in a you know very few words, you tell people what it is that you have, what you're offering. You can put those on YouTube and link with a QR code, and and I mean that that's a great way to sell yourself uh, of, to the visual people, as uh, you were commenting earlier. Exactly. Well, it's it's just not elevator uh, pitches for speakers. Authors have got to have their concept and their book down in less than fifteen seconds, um, and and it, it's so critical. And one of the great things about authors, and we had that from our our fabulous guest last week, who Gary Ryan Blurry says, "Hey, it's not money that makes the world go round; it's problems that makes the world go round." <laughs> and for authors. We solve problems. So whether you need to be entertained and laugh yourself silly or you need to really find a solution to something that is really an issue, we solve problems. So you, ha- right. you have you know, to. One of, the, one of the things with QR codes now is they're so uh, uh, popular that most people don't even think about what they are. I mean, they already know what they are. But one of the things that you can do with a QR code is link it to some sort of a special it wants to be your silent salesperson. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, they, they, people don't necessarily want to get onto a website, even a, an optimized one for a, for a phone. They, they want 
they want some direct information, and you want to give them information that will prompt them to buy something now. So with a QR code, you link to a site that, that uh, people can go ahead and, and uh, either get a coupon or find out about a special or you're bundling items together. Uh, you know, that's really what you okay. need to do with QR codes. Uh, all right. And then, Henry, before we let you go, um, how much is that band? And literally for our listeners, it's it's you. if you have great flyers or you have business cards that doesn't have a QR code on it, but there's enough room on it, you can get these. They're less than an inch. And what Henry does is take your QR code and he puts the name of whatever it is because a lot of times people don't even know where they're going. So I have one for Author You and we have one for The Book Shepherd. And they're in there. Literally, they're in in a, a cardboard foil. I can slip them on my wrist and I can just peel those off on old business cards and, and still good flyers and wow, you make it contemporary in there. How much do those cost, Henry? The, the QR codes are $69 for 1000 and $110 for 2000 Wow. And for that price, we make the QR code for you. I mean, they, they're yep. just real simple for us to make. And we'll put a little descriptive line underneath. So, for instance, for Author U, uh, we have the code and the name Author U underneath there. We also have some for yourself, the Book Shepherd. Mm -hmm. But it's a, just a little identification. So when people see this QR code, they know basically where they're going to be going. Yeah, see, those, I think, and I think that's a good idea. I think that's a great idea. All right, so, Henry, your 800 number is what? 800 894 Seven. All right, 894-8977, that's Henry, 800-894-8977, and that is Two Vets, and it's tu-vets.com. Thanks, Henry. Thanks, Judith. All right, bye-bye. All right, so Joel, it's it's just a great great tool. I've loved these things. <laughs> yeah, I want to jump in on that because I also am a big QR code fan, Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, I used to give away a lot of business cards at all my speaking uh, gigs because I do a lot of speaking in the publishing uh, community. And now the card I give away uh, is not a business card. It has a picture of a free um, PDF that I give away to people about self-publishing. And on the back, it's got two QR codes, one that will take you to my blog and one that goes directly to the squeeze page where you can download that PDF. And that's what I give out now. Yep. I think that's a great idea. And I've also told authors as they come along, this is another, we're talking, now we're talking marketing here. But when you've got a new book coming along that you can do a, a couple of things, you can put your book cover on the back of a business card and then flip it over. And then you can have, you can have three different, couple of different QR codes. You can have one that maybe takes them directly to Amazon, bang, go buy it that way. Or two, takes them to the website, buy it that way. Or three, as Joel says, to a, a special squeeze page or or anything like that, and let them know where they're going. But I think I think it's a great marketing ploy. Absolutely, and that, and that kind of brings us back to what we were talking about, Judith. Because you know, um, one of the key things that authors want to do once if they go down this road and they want to really repurpose their content, contact readers, and actually see if they can make a sustainable business out of their expertise. One of the key, key things that you need to do is build an email list. Now, we know if, we, you know if you've been in this business, you know it's absolutely critical because a lot of the income that you can make from doing these things and being an author is from your email list. 
It's not always going to be the actual money you make from the number of books you sell. I mean, that's all great. But if you want a sustainable business, you have to have a market that you can reach out to. Now, the easiest way for us to do that is to generate uh, an email list of people who are interested in what we have. So how do we qualify people who would be good prospects for that list? Well, we take a piece of our book. We take a chapter or something that stands alone or a piece you've written about this subject um, or anything else that would be of use to people interested in your topic, and we offer it to them for free in exchange for their email list, their email address. Now, anybody, obviously, if you think about it, anybody who says, yeah, that's what I want, I want to download that because it's free and it's going to help me out, they have, in effect, self-selected themselves into your market. They've raised their hand and say, hey, I'm somebody who's interested in what you're doing. Okay, and I'm willing to give you permission to email me about stuff you're doing. So um, this is another way that you take the content that you slaved over all those years and turn it into something that's going to help you actually build something sustainable. Well, and I think sustainable is really the right word. I mean, you've got to be sustainable if you're going to survive there. But it also goes back to what you and I have talked about over the years is that authors have got to recognize that this is the business they're going into. It's it's If they're going to go along to gaze in their belly button, they're going to end up with a bunch of cobwebs around their books. <laughs> yeah, some people want to just be writers and that's it. And hey, you know, there's nothing to matter with that. But, you know, you can't really expect to make a living out of that or to even, you know, a really good second income out of it if you've got a day job, you know, because that's not what happens. You know, you could get lucky, but maybe, you know, you could get struck by lightning, too. Who knows? If you want to actually approach it as something that's long-term and uh, and sustainable and something that you can grow – then you have to kind of put a different spin on it. Like like you say, Judith, you have to treat it like a business. And that means you're, A, willing to invest a little time and money into it, and, B, that you actually start thinking about strategies. And that's why I wanted to talk about this subject today, because it really plays into that strategy thinking, the strategic thinking you do as an author and an expert in your field. All right, so when we come back from our break, which is just a few seconds away, the final break, then let's get into, we could go through and recap some of those strategies and add on some others in our last 15 minutes oh, together. <laughs> All right, so we've got more on our list. We're going to be back in just a couple of minutes, and please pay attention to all our sponsors because they make this show possible, plus they're all people that I have personally vetted and they could never be called a publishing predator. I'm Judith Bryles. It's your guide to book publishing. This is your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask. With your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. And we'll be right back with more great information right after these on the Rockstar Radio Network. Writing and reading are moving to the cloud. WaveCloud represents a whole new community for writers and readers to connect, communicate, evaluate, and share. Writers hone their craft and build their business. Readers build their favorites. Sign up for updates at WaveCloud.com.
shepherding concept is simple. The publishing world is changing, and so must you. You need an experienced shepherd and a guide to partner with you as you create, strategize, develop, publish, and achieve your publishing goals. You can't do it alone without paying the price. You can spend your money creating a book that turns out to be so-so, or you can create a book that looks and feels classy, builds your brand, and is a financial success, a bestseller. It's your choice. You choose. You need the book shepherd. Publishing is riddled with obstacles, sometimes nightmares for the author. You don't need problems. You want solutions. Dr. Judith Browse will shepherd you through the maze and the chaos. At times, she's had to step in and rescue a book, a book that has been sabotaged by a publisher or by a publishing service provider or sometimes even the author themselves. Judith Browse is the book shepherd if you want to create a book with no regrets. Give her a call today, 303-885-2207. That's 303-885-2207 or email her at judith at com. By the way, Bryles is spelled B-R-I-L-E-S. Follow Judith on Twitter at My Book Shepherd and on Facebook at The Book Shepherd. At Total Printing Systems, customer service is our priority. We are located in Southern Illinois. Our employees have an average of 18 years' experience and know that customer relationships are important to our continued success. We have been a short-run book printer for nearly 40 years and always stay at the forefront of technology. Our niche is from 1 to 5,000 copies. Today, we offer digital black and white and four-color high-speed inkjet printing, a cost-effective way to introduce color into your short-run titles. We, of course, offer traditional offset printing as well. Bindery is done in-house, from adhesive case binding to PUR perfect binding to mechanical binding of all types, including side sewing. We provide warehousing, kitting, distribution, inventory management, a new print-on-demand facility, streaming browser-based ebooks, and bookstore. Call us at 1-800-465-5200 for a quote on your next book project. You can also visit our website at www.tps1.com. Welcome back to your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask on the Rockstar Radio Network. If you want to write and publish a book, if you want to be successful as an author, your guide to book publishing, everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask, is for you. Stay tuned and you'll hear about statistics, scenarios, and strategies on what to do now to get you published. So let's get back to the show. And here again is your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. On our final segment, Joel Friedlander, who is the book man and a fabulous book designer and the author of the self, A Self-Publishing Companion, as well as he has an online training course called The Self-Publishing Roadmap. And we're talking about just some strategies to repurpose. How do you find that sweet spot and create the magic that so many authors want to have that can take their book not only to the next next step, but just can morph it into generations that can last not not six months, not a year, not a couple of years, but decades. Right, Joel? Absolutely. That's the whole right. idea. All right. So we went through some of those nuggets of having a book, the blog, the workbook, the audio, creating a membership site, doing a video. Where are we now? Well, uh, we're up to consulting. Okay. Uh, because let's face it, a lot of authors could be really 
great consultants on their subject of expertise. Now, what's stopping you from using all of these tools that we've been talking about to grow your consulting practice? Now, uh, you know, if you are doing all these other things, let's face it, if you have a book out and you're doing training and you're selling workbooks and you've got all these products, you are going to become an acknowledged authority in your field, no matter what it is. You know, if it's raising geraniums or tomatoes or, you know, a dec- home decorating, it doesn't matter. It works in every single niche. You know, so you are now a consultant. You can help other people get to where you are. So as a consultant, you might be making a hundred, a hundred and fifty, two hundred dollars an hour. And this type of income is really hard to replicate with a book where you're just getting a couple of bucks royalty and each copy is kind of hard to sell. But not only that, you, you know, there are endless other opportunities. For instance, I just took, uh, I just did a survey on my blog where I went directly to my readers and the readers are the same as my market, of course. Yes. And I said, you know, I'm thinking about doing webinars. I want to help people, you know, get over the, the problems where they don't understand something about books. And in my case, it's books and book publishing. And I made up nine different titles of webinars. And they're pretty easy to do. And I said, hey, tell me what your two favorite ones are. Now, you see, this came out of being an author creating a book, starting a blog, gathering a community. Okay, so then I got out of the, my readership in a couple of days, I had 600 people vote on these webinar titles. And they picked the ones that they said they needed the most. Now, think about that, Judith. You know, in the wow. old days, we couldn't do that. It was really, really hard for somebody on their own to do something like that and get that size of a sample. You know, you had to hire a big company, pay them a lot of money, Mm -hmm. uh, wait for weeks or months, Mm -hmm. and then you had to wonder if the information was really good. And and Uh, you know what? I had to do that. One of my books, we had 6,000 respondents in it, and we had a major New York sampling group do that. Yeah, yeah, and I'm sure it costs a ton of money. So I used a free tool. Uh, online tool, and I got this great feedback. I had hundreds and hundreds of people writing to me telling me what they thought and what they liked. Now, this has given me the opportunity to turn around, and I want to tell you right now, Judith, I am using the exact same content that's on my blog, that's in my book, and that's in my talks. There's no difference. I've repurposed the content. All I'm doing now is putting the exact same content onto slides, Okay. So it was written in the book, and, you know, I used it in my training, and now I'm taking the exact same content, repurposing it, putting it on slides. I'm going to talk about what's on each slide, walk through the process of the particular things that readers told me they want to hear, and this webinar, you'll be able to go and listen to the webinar when it launches. It'll cost $47 for a 90-minute educational experience. Now, this would be a great value for the people who attend the webinar. It will also create another product for me because I'll record the webinar. I'll be able to sell it later from my online store. And now I've got more products from the exact same content. Okay, so I'm dying of curiosity. What were the big two that they were looking for in your well, 600 you are response? Well, you're going to be completely unsurprised. 
because <laughs> the number one, the number one, and, and you know, look, I did went through a lot of trouble to find this out, but I'm going to tell you right now, the number one thing that people want to know about was how to create a marketing plan to sell books. Oh God, that's and my next num- book. <laughs> yeah, and the number two, no, wait, wait, the number two one was how to do a book launch. Oh my God. Okay? So you see All what right. I'm saying? These are both the same topic, just phrased differently. Yeah, well, it, 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 it is, and that's you appeal to them. And and if and by the way, if you want me to help you out with your webinars, are you, are you going to do that to expand it that way? Um, because it is a good way to connect. And now that they're bringing on some video, although there's a lot of hiccups still in that process. Yeah, yeah well, you know, I mean, it, it, it's all, you know, and everybody knows that. And, you know, you have to get a good service. And, you know, you have to realize that things sometimes do go wrong. You have to prepare for that. But look, Judith, I wrote an article in 2009 about which typefaces I thought you should use for your book. Mm-hmm. And there really wasn't anything like that on the Internet at the time. And that article is one of the most popular ones on my blog. It's just kind of nonstop comments since 2009. Now, Judith, I'm going to do a webinar about typefaces I think you should use in your book. What am I going to do? I'm going to go back to that article I wrote in 2009. I'm going to put all that information on slides. I'm going to walk people through it. Mm-hmm. Okay? It's not brain surgery. It's the exact same content repurposed for a different group of people in a different venue who like to learn a different way with a little something added. And all that's added is there'll be a Q&A session at the end. I like Q&A. That's fun for me. Mm-hmm. So, uh, I, yeah. you know, any author with expertise can do these same things. Mm-hmm. What I would like to see you do is a webinar on, and I would certainly get it out to all our people, is that I, I love to see evolutions. I, I love to see the chicken scratch as, as for example, you know, you do covers. And yeah. even design, as you as they can see the morphine until yeah. it gets there. I mean, I love, that's such a treat to me. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, that's fun. That's, it's really fun. I've often thought about doing that because somebody did a really good book cover buildup like that, a time-lapse kind mm-hmm. of photography thing. Exactly. And they spent, many, you know, like 100 hours doing this cover art. And it was fascinating. You couldn't take your eyes off it. But, um, and, and I, thanks for the tip. I will definitely uh, try to do something like that. But I think the bigger point here is that if you look at the work that you put into your book, if you look at the specific subjects and you can get feedback from people, actually real readers, you're going to find that there are places, there are certain subjects, topics, or processes that people really focus in on that are causing them problems or it's painful or they don't understand it. And that's where you can help more people by repurposing that content. And by doing that, you're going to create products, you're going to create communities, and you're going to create tremendous opportunities for you to grow your business. So the one thing, and Joe, we have just a couple of minutes left, so I always, I always like to ask this question. When you're working with an author, whether they're new and green or they've really been out there, what's, what's the one question you wish they would ask you before they really dive into all of this? Yeah, well, um, I don't know if I can phrase it that way, but I'll tell you, Judith, I frequently find myself in the position of advising people to not publish their book. And what I mean by that is if they have no market, they have no list, they have no presence, they have no platform, 
I seriously, I tell them, I know this is going to hurt, but I want you to put that book aside, and I want you to start building your platform first. It's going to be so much better when you publish that book, and there are actually people there waiting and anxious to get it. It's going to change the whole process for you and make it much more rewarding in every way. And, and that is really, you know, that's why my next one is about the platform. And, and people, so many authors think it's the people. You just you just have to have a mass of people. No, it's so much more. If you're really clear and concise and myopic on where you're going, you've got that vision on it, and you really put that energy and you're passionate about it and you put the time and the commitment and get it together so you get those plans together, the people are going to find you. But that's that that blog building that's all that out there so and it may be that only 10 books is plenty for what they do and that's what we call a legacy book possibly sure and the fact is that some of these books uh, and the authors i've been talking to there's nothing the matter with the book the book is fine but they just don't get it that you can't just throw a book out into the world and expect anything to happen that's good i mean yes no, it, you it's huge work find money on the street but you right. can't live on it so in our final minute, what what you're saying, and you can comment on this, if you can do the book and you can do the blog, the workbook, the audio, you can create that membership site um, and, and video and consulting and webinars, but the reality is you have got to create an infrastructure just like the highway system so people can find you and get you there and you've got the road signs and the road map out there to make it easy for them. Wouldn't you agree or – Absolutely, and all that work you put on that, building that platform is what makes all of these uh, other ventures possible. So it's the amazing infrastructure. All right, Joel, we got 30 seconds to wrap up here. One last tidbit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, find some readers and talk to them. You know, uh, ah. just too many readers, uh, too many writers are just working on their own or talking to other writers. So find some readers and ask them questions. Yes, and when you're talking with them, make sure you ask them if they buy books. That's helpful, too. <laughs> I'm Judith Riles. Thank you to Joel Friedlander, our fabulous guest. We'll be back with you next week. It's your guide to book publishing. Thank you for being a part of your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask. With your host, Dr. Judith Riles.